Day 30, The Story of Two Sisters Who Were Jealous of Their Younger Sister, Part 5. The princess was anxious to entertain the sultan in a fitting way, so she ran to the talking bird for advice. My dear mistress, replied the bird, you must be careful to have a dish of cucumbers stuffed with pearl sauce served with the first course and as to the pearls if you go at dawn tomorrow and dig at the foot of the first tree in the park on the right hand you will find as many as you want the princess took the gardener with her early next morning after digging for some time they came upon a golden box full of pearls and taking up the box, they returned to the house. "'What have you been doing?' the two princes asked. She told them of the advice the bird had given her. The first thing the princess did on entering the palace was to send for the head cook. The head cook, who had never in all his experience heard of such a dish, stepped back in amazement. "'You think I am mad?' answered the princess, who perceived what was in his mind. But I know quite well what I am doing. Go and do your best, and take the pearls with you. The next morning, the princes started for the forest, and were soon joined by the sultan. The hunt began and continued till midday. Then they turned their horses' heads towards the palace. The moment his highness entered the courtyard, the princess flung herself at his feet, but he bent and raised her. By this time, the princess had recovered from the first embarrassment of meeting and proceeded to make her speech of welcome. "'This is only a simple country house, sire,' she said, "'suitable to people like ourselves. It cannot compare with the great city mansions, much less, of course, with the smallest of the sultan's palaces. I cannot quite agree with you, he replied. Even the little that I have seen I admire greatly. The princess then led the way from room to room, and the sultan examined everything carefully. A small door opened straight into the garden, and the first object that met the sultan's eyes was the golden water. What lovely colored water! He went forward to examine it, and when he had satisfied his curiosity, the princess conducted him towards the singing tree. As they drew near, the sultan was startled by the sound of strange voices, but could see nothing. Sire, said the princess, the voices all come from the tree, which is straight in front of us, and, if you will deign to advance a few steps, you will see that they become clearer. Tell me, madam, the sultan said at last, how this marvelous tree came into your garden. What is its name? Its name is the singing tree, sire, replied she. And it is not a native of this country. Its history is mixed up with those of the golden water and the talking bird, which you have not yet seen. If your highness wishes, 
I will tell you the whole story. Let us go once more and look at the golden water, said the sultan, and I am dying to see the talking bird. On approaching the house, the sultan noticed a vast quantity of birds. Sire, said the princess, do you see that cage hanging in one of the windows of the saloon? That is the talking bird, whose voice you can hear above them all, even above that of the nightingale. And the birds crowd to this spot to add their songs to his. When the sultan stepped through the window, the bird said, The sultan is welcome. I wish him long life and all prosperity. I thank you, good bird, answered the sultan, seating himself before the repast. The sultan, noticing that his favorite dish of cucumber was placed before him, proceeded to help himself to it, and was amazed that the stuffing was of pearls. A novelty indeed, cried he, but one cannot eat pearls. Sire, replied the bird, before either the princes or the princess could speak, surely your highness cannot be so surprised at beholding a cucumber stuffed with pearls, when you believed without any difficulty that the sultana had presented you instead of children with a dog, a cat, and a log of wood. I believed it, answered the sultan, because the women attending on her told me so. The women, sire, said the bird, were the sisters of the sultana, who were jealous at the honor you had done her, and invented this story in order to revenge. Have them examined, and they will confess their crime. These are your children, who were saved from death by the intendant of your gardens, and brought up by him as if they were his own. Like a flash the truth came to the mind of the sultan. Bird, he cried, my heart tells me that what you say is true. My children, he added, let me embrace you. Tomorrow I will bring you the sultana, your mother. Be ready to receive her. The sultan then mounted his horse and rode quickly back to the capital. Without an instant's delay, he sent for the grand vizier and ordered him to seize and question the sultana's sisters that very day. This was done. They were proved guilty and were executed in less than an hour. Then... He went to the great mosque and drew the sultana with his own hand out of the narrow prison. Madam, he cried, I hope you will forgive me when I introduce you to our children. Come with me and take back your position and all the honor that is due to you. Early next day, the sultan and sultana set out for the country house of their children. For some time, there was nothing but embraces and tears and tender words. Then, they ate of the magnificent dinner which had been prepared for them, and after they were all refreshed, they went into the garden. In the evening, they rode together back to the capital, the princes on each side of their father 
and the princess with her mother. Long before they reached the gates, the way was lined with people, and the air filled with shouts of welcome, with which were mingled the songs of the talking bird. And in this manner they came back to their father's palace. 